This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys talk with Claude Sharon, the Director of Education for the Conrad Foundation, about accomplishing innovative and entrepreneurial solutions with the Conrad Design Method. There's an East Initiative update, information on upcoming appearances, all of that and more up next on the EduTech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this week's episode. Yes, tuning in and hopefully staying. Um, <laughs> don't forget to visit us on the web at www.edutechguys.com or you can just go out to the Tweeterverse, the Instagrams, the posts on the Facebook places and all that good stuff. You can find us at EduTech Guys. Just go to Google. Type in EduTech, guys, and I promise you're going to find our sweet, good-looking, made-for-radio faces staring not back at you, but it'll be in a bitmoji, which you'll like just as much. They're kind of staring in a cartoony style. You know, I'm starting to think it's getting a little bit spooky. <laughs> well, it's coming up on Halloween, so. Oh, maybe that fits actually perfectly. <laughs> right. So, boo. Yeah. Hey, I did want to, real quick, um, this just popped in my head. Um, we, uh, we were contacted by one of our... Uh, uh, listeners, downloaders, I don't know, what do you, you guys, one of you guys, um, <laughs> about a, a potential issue with our RSS feed. So uh, just uh, the, the, the easy way to fix that, if, if you are listening and you're not getting the regular updates, but you're you know clicking through on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, um, you can subscribe to us. Just go out to iTunes and look for EduTech Guys and find it and subscribe there, and that should get you updated and everything yeah. going. You so. do the same thing on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, with a whole bunch of places. Google Play, yeah. That's and, awesome. and I like what you did there. You, to fix that problem, subscribe. <laughs> Just saying. That's how you fix it. That is how you fix it. <laughs> and that's our story, and we're sticking to it. That's right. <laughs> but please, uh, yeah, you can hit pretty much anywhere. You'll look us up. We're yeah. on all the major players out there. So uh, so you can find us, and you can subscribe, and that will fix the RSS feed. We, we've we moved hosts, I guess, one too many times. And that's, uh, well, yeah. You know, that, that's one of we the— We really have moved that a lot. We just, you know, we just have a lot of—we have a lot of content out there. Well, and—, and if I remember right, based on 
kind of the research that we did, I think that was that weird time where uh, we had we were getting like like quadruple episode posts or something. Oh, yeah. It was doing That's some right. really weird stuff. Yeah. So I think that was it. So just if you're out there listening and you're actually interested in doing a podcast or maybe you're already a podcaster, that's one of the things to watch out for. Keep an eye on your feed um, and definitely check out your feed from uh, like different uh, venues and or make sure like you're not logged in as yourself and, and do a search and all that kind of stuff just mm-hmm. because that way you're looking at it as if it's not you doing it. Yeah. So Also along that same line, if you'd like to just put uh, $10 in an envelope and send it to EduTech, I care of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't kidding. What are you talking what about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The O box. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're doing really well. I'm only down to our fourth book of green stamps. We're going <laughs> to The Amway sales are going well. What are you? What's your problem? That's right. All that facial cream. Wait, what? The EduTech guys are a pyramid scheme? No, that can't be right. (laughs) Hey, you know we got a great show for you today. Um, Oh yeah, it's interesting. A little backstory: we we met Nancy uh, Conrad. Um, I I can't remember the actual uh, cute meet cute. I don't remember how it actually happened. Honestly, Um, I just remember she's. uh, Oh, I think it was FETC. We met Nancy there, and uh, she was just. She's she is a passionate, um, highly energetic, awesome person. Yes, yes. I mean, she just can, you know, I mean, and then we found out about the Conrad Challenge through her. And then we realized, wow, that's a really big deal. I yes. mean, they're doing some amazing stuff for kids. And uh, we just kind of had a really neat partnership with them um, that's been, I think, beneficial uh, uh, both ways. I mean, I, we've, we've learned a lot and they've we've done a lot for them. They've done a lot for us. And. And uh, this week we uh, we got to meet uh, Claude Chiron. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to be a really great interview. I think you'll have a really great time listening to it. So yeah. it's, but you know, like I said, they they do some amazing stuff. And I think that's a really cool thing that's happening out there now in the world, is uh, organizations are realizing that it's not just about making a buck. It's just not about pushing a certain idea. It's it's helping kids get a good education. And you know. I've been in education for like, you know, way over 25 years, and I've seen the challenges that uh, that some students have to face every day, whether it's, you know, going to school hungry or maybe not seeing a doctor when they're sick or things like that. Yeah, well, and those challenges make it really hard for kids to focus on learning because they're so concentrating on those challenges. But thankfully, Concordia University in Portland is leading the way with their three to PhD program. It helps combat student fears, freeing them to pursue their highest dreams. You know, that's right. And they're pretty much revolutionizing education by creating a holistic model that provides groceries and healthcare and even clothing to students right there on campus, you know, helping them to thrive and helping our communities strengthen and grow. Yeah, exactly. Concordia's College of Education offers online and on-campus programs where students have the opportunity to learn about a more compassionate approach to education and to see how nurturing the whole student can lead to amazing things. You know what? So if you want to learn more about how you can help students conquer their monsters and achieve their highest dreams, you can visit cu-portland.edu forward slash let's conquer. That's cu-portland.edu slash forward slash let's conquer. Hashtag nurture, educate, grow. Hey, welcome back to the EduTech Guys. We're really excited to have our next guest on the show today. Yeah. And we're going to let him tell us who he is and what he does and where he's from and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much. My name is Claude Sharon. I'm the Director of Education and Professional Development for the Conrad Foundation, which is a 
global competition uh, worldwide that takes students from an idea all the way to a presentable prototype and you get to present in front of astronauts. How cool is that? That so, is very cool. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, you get through the, you go through the process. So my role is to assist, help and facilitate um, the process. So we, you know, I work with teams from China, Australia, Germany, Nigeria, and uh, sometimes they, they need a little bit of guidance, help, suggestions, everything from patent pendings to, to what is a prototype. So my role is to help facilitate, but never tell them what to do. So um, I've been an educator for 25 years. I'm a department chair of a computer science engineering and biomedical wing in Miami, Florida. However, uh, I, um, my main role is with the Conrad Foundation. And uh, the reason for that is I participated uh, six out of eight years, and we were uh, privileged to uh, acquire seed money where m many of our projects are actually in developing countries. For example, we have a water system that's in seven different countries that purifies water. Uh, we have energy systems that work at the local zoo that takes manure into usable energy. And so we have a great passion for empowering kids today and not waiting for them to finish uh uh, college or getting around to it later. So that's where the Conrad Foundation comes in. And the Conrad Foundation is uh, 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 sponsors a competition called the Conrad Challenge. Um, you know, sponsors being the foundation for Smoke Free World, Dell Technologies, as well as Smart Technologies that enable us to really reach out to student teams around the around the world. So we're really excited about being able to to uh, engage kids. Um, and, and, and help them become entrepreneur and innovators. Yeah, that is so cool. We, we actually learned about the Conrad Challenge, uh, I guess a couple of years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just when when it was being kind of explained to us that that this is the, that the challenge part of what the Conrad Foundation does is uh, is absolutely incredible to think that you are taking you know these students these are these students are still in high school and they are coming up with solutions to real world problems. And present them are in our layman terms basically like Shark Tank style, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and ultimately hope to get actual investors to turn around and invest in their ideas. And like you said, you know you're helping them um, with some of those some of those processes, like uh, you know how do you register for patents and trademarks and prototypes. And now you said that you work on the professional development side so you're working with the teachers and their students correct that is an excellent question so yes i actually facilitate two roles one is uh, uh one of my favorite roles is working with the students so it's all about the kids right and yeah, yeah. being able to see that light go on and, and you, it just always surprises me how when they are invested in an idea or a problem and they will knock over any door to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So I think it's our, our, our role is to stay out of the way and uh, point them in the right direction. So with that, I actually do a professional development and develop a, a methodology, which Google uh, inspired us by Google, which is something called the sprint process where you go from an uh, idea to a working presentable prototype. Now, I'm sorry, a more of a mock-up presentable mm -hmm. prototype within a week to decide if you should uh, invest. So taking that kind of methodology and being able to bring it to the high school is what our passion's been for the last three years. And and what that really means in, in layman's terms is how cool would it be if a team was able to 
uh, communicate, collaborate, collaborate in a very respectful uh, way, in a way where they can actually share, visualize, and move forward in, in a more efficient manner. So that's kind of my role. So I, pr I provide professional development to teachers and students that want to know how that uh, methodology works. So what's really cool, and then I'm going to pause and, and, and continue the, the podcast, is in, on the website, www.conradaward, I'm sorry, conradchallenge.org, hmm. everything is there. So you have videos, you have the resources, so everything is, is uh, accessible. Um, and, and the way you would find it is called CDM. Conrad Design Method. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, we have a, a, a new, very streamlined, easy, user-friendly way where students can actually learn how to go through round one, two, and three. So it's not required for students to go through the competition. They can actually see the methodology and use it because sometimes, you know, teams aren't ready and they can't make it to Kennedy Space Center. So uh, the foundation's very sensitive to like, you know what, let's be able to provide these tools to everyone in the world. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited that the website well, enables us to do that this year. So, um, so um, that's where we are right now. That is that's really cool. awesome. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. The The fact that you're taking the Conrad Design Method and what's, what, what now works is tried and true, and you're providing it for everyone out there. So there's a there's a lot of schools and a lot of classrooms and a lot of teachers and students that realize that they're not ready to jump all into the competition yet, but they'd really like to start you know learning and, and learning and moving forward this way. That's really awesome. That provides well, you know, a really good piece. To, piggy, to piggyback on that, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I just had a teacher uh, send me something. Um, we, we support all of our, um, our teams and students via Slack. So we have a community mm -hmm. Slack channel mm -hmm. that enables us to. I'm sure you're familiar with it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's excellent, right? It's such a cool tool. So we're able to you know provide resources. So I got a question just yesterday. Uh, how much should I help them so it's not my idea, their idea? Yeah. That's an excellent how much how much do we give them so that's where this type of process enables them to do their own work post their own work students evaluate without talking and then at the very end they communicate and select which direction they're going to go it's a simple third grade process like when we were in third grade you know the teacher used sticky notes they they used uh you know ways for us to visualize and then somehow down the road we decided those aren't important anymore let's just go on the computer so we can really communicate well yeah. it hasn't really worked out well for us so so google and a lot of other companies have realized you know we need to visualize we need to you know give people individual time to kind of collect their ideas at their own pace and then give them a few minutes to look over it and then uh, that's where the engagement happens. So, yeah, uh, being able to provide not too much, but that the right um, the right feedback at the right time enables teachers to to really empower the kids. Where it's not the teacher's idea; it's really the uh, the teams. Yeah. So along similar lines, um, you know, in, in addition to making sure that the teachers not, you know, putting forth their own particular idea, you've been doing this, you know, like you said, you know, what six out of the last eight years. Right. So what what are some of the things that you see in terms of um I don't know. I don't exactly know the way to word this, but some of the some of the places where 
uh, you have seen students kind of really struggle with something, and and it could be uh, and, and it could be anything, whether it's it's from a technical side, whether it's from you know kind of the four C's, you know, communication and collaboration, creativity, you know, from that side of things. What what are some of the things that you see that you kind of like ah, or, or some of the things that you you deal with in your professional development? Say, hey, look, you guys really have to work on you know X Y Z because you. you uh, and you're not necessarily going to say it this way, but you don't necessarily have those particular skills or those skills need to be more developed based on, you know, what you've seen in your experience. Does that make sense? That's an excellent question. I'm so happy you, you, you uh, addressed that. So it's two main reasons. Uh, number one, the empathy with the project. What measurable difference is this project mm -hmm. going to make opposed to, you know what, I want another cup holder that can help me with my car. It has to be something that is impactful, something to interest the kids for an extended period of time. And, and this is going to sound funny. It's got to be challenging. You know, yes. I think when, when it's challenging, it inspires, right? Like when it's, oh yeah, you know, real easy, it's kind of been out there where we're just adding something different. It really doesn't really, um, uh, you know, promote a lot of interest. But to, to on your question, the biggest, the biggest problem teams have in getting stuck is not really the building, it's not the design, it's skipping steps. They truly do not understand the problem. So, uh, you know, if you're looking at it, you know, Einstein has a famous quote, you know, if he had, you know, I'm gonna butcher this, but he had 60 minutes, right, to think about a, 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 you know, a problem, he would spend, you know, 55 minutes thinking about it and then five minutes solving it. And I cannot begin to tell you how important it is to frame the problem, understand your, who you're making this for, interviews, uh, more interviews, and when you think you're done, you put another 100 hours. I mean, it's really that, that, that involved. And so once you really, really understand the problem, now you're able to set up, you know, okay, let's see what's out there, you know, prior solutions, let's design. And then from my experience, kids don't really, once they understand the problem so well, nothing can stop them. It's like a freight train. But yeah. when they're not clear on what the problem is, who, when, where, uh, and they can't justify, they just think it's a problem, that's where they falter, that's where they they, they don't they don't know where to go because sure. they really don't understand. And, they, and the worst part, they think everything's been invented yeah. because they don't know what they're trying to do. So I'll pause there. <laughs> well, no, I think that you, you hit a really good point there. You know, we, we do that as adults all the time. We, we, sh we second guess <laughs> ourselves. We short guess ourselves thinking that, well, someone's already thought of this idea. Someone's already done that. And I, I bet that was so. Can you talk a little bit about when you were designing the Conrad design method, um, attacking those questions, you know, building it, spending your time on the questions before the answers. And in the design method, I'm sure it's an ongoing living document or living piece, isn't it? It's continually growing. Well, you guys have done this before. I honestly, <laughs> questions are right on. Okay, and it's like if we talked for hours prior and we didn't. Right. So. No, yeah. <laughs> two things. Uh, excellent question. So, two things. Uh, there's something called a design brief that is standard. It's usually a standard document that engineers use, hmm. and it's basically a document that within a, a very short passage, and then you usually have like four constraints or things that this design, whatever you're trying to do needs to, needs to be able to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that's formed by the end users, the, you know, the target market, by your surveys, and it's an ongoing changing document. So I'll give you a specific example. Uh, our water system had to be able to be sustainable without the use of external energy. It had to be able to filter out 99.7% of the water, it had to be portable, can, couldn't be used without tools. There was no tools. They had to assemble it by themselves. 
So now when you start looking at that, okay, what's out there that does that, you start to realize, wait a second, th there's, this, is a, this is not the same as a life straw, or this is not the same as a UV solar panel that requires complex machinery or, or tools. So then you're able to evaluate what's really out there versus what you're really trying to do. Hmm. And here's the, here's the cool part, coolest part. That design, that design brief is your Bible. That's what you want to do based on your customers. So no matter what judge or, or authority challenges you, that's okay. This is what I'm trying to do. Thanks for the advice and have a nice day. Right. <laughs> and it's really their Bible. And, and yeah. that's what we try to do is try to teach the kids what they do in industry. And they do this all the time in college, right? Look, we need this, something that does this, this, and it has to meet these three constraints. We'll be back in two weeks. Let's see what you come up with. So that's the process that, that we try to model and show and, and teach the kids because if they have that design brief solid based on their research, framing the problem, then, uh, you know, everybody's on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping this is a semi-loaded question, but do you have, uh, are there any particular, uh, without you know, like naming specifics, I would say, um, but uh, do you have a particular maybe instance or, or examples where um, the, you've worked with, you know, a set of students or sets of students who came forward with a design and it was kind of like, you really aren't where you need to be yet, but, you know, without helping you, I can help you. You know what I mean? Oh, oh absolutely. That, that's another excellent question. So, so again, it goes back to, uh, well, you're saying that water system's portable, prove it. Everything, this is what's cool. Look, I love business, but and, and the difference between business and engineering, this is why they both need each other, is you gotta prove it. Right. You can have all these speculated numbers, but when you prove it, and this is why I think we, we were able to gain the seed money and the, uh, and the uh, Pete Conrad scholar several, for several years is because there was no debate. We made it, we tested it, we showed the results, the end users basically said it works, and who's gonna dispute it, right? right. So if the end users actually saying, look, this is what's going, this is what we wanted, and then it's working, uh, it, it's a big deal. So I, I think it's, it's important that we don't ever shoot kids down. It's more mm -hmm. like the best way to explain design process is a pitching coach. Right. Yeah. So when you're trying to teach someone how to uh, how to bat, you don't say, no, no, you can't swing. You know, you say, well, you swing, you know, you, you already have a swing going through, you know, keep your elbow up, look through the ball. And it's just fine tuning the process so that they can. OK, you know, you, you did these three things well, but you still the money, it's going to cost five hundred dollars more than you than you're anticipating per unit. Have you thought about that? Right. And then they'll go back and they'll look at the material list. And that's the way you facilitate the process. It's not you're wrong. Don't do it. It's a terrible idea. But you know what? This is awesome. However, have you thought about, you know, bringing it down? And I think the Conrad challenge at the very end of the summit, you know, these kids work so hard. Right. And they present. That is one of the things that that if you haven't been there, it's like magical. It's like the the Oscars meet the Academy Award. I mean, the Academy Awards meets like, you know, fish, um, I'm sorry, Shark Tank. And you're just getting all this beautiful energy. But the feedback is what enabled us to actually get it to the hands of the end users. Yeah, Have you yeah. considered 
like the way a person's going to use it. Right. So, you know, and I don't know if you've seen the Bill Gates, um, uh, three, three, um, three part special from Netflix, but he emphasizes, and his wife is brilliant, uh, emphasizes the, the user interface, how a person would use something. And I think that is such a, that is something that I don't think a kids and adults really think about. They think about designing something, but really, get inside the head of a person that's actually going to use it as I think the differentiator. Oh, I think that's one of the biggest problems. Just uh, honestly, with a lot of things that are currently, you know, in production in the works is that whoever came up with it. Yeah, it's a great idea, but the end user experience is you know, horrid. So it's like, you know, <laughs> how do I make this work? How do I do this? I can't figure that out. And I spend so much time trying to figure out how to use whatever your device or system <laughs> is that really, you know, at one point, you know, at some point you, you, there are some things where you just, you throw your hands up and you go, what? Never mind. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and you walk away. Yeah. Well, you just defeated your entire purpose. I agree. Absolutely. So I have a question. Um, we'll, uh, we'll get ready to wrap it up, but I have some really some deep ones here. So we met Nancy Conrad about two years ago, mm -hmm. I guess it was. Her passion is amazing. Um, but I, I'd like to say I can see the passion in the whole organization. Everyone we've dealt yeah. with in the Conrad uh, Foundation, their passion for students and for the future is pretty awesome. Um, along that lines, your take, since you've been there and you've seen it, um, it's, you know, when we do a thing like a challenge and we talk about winners and we talk about that kind of competition, um, the thing I noticed about the Conrad Challenge and the Conrad Foundation is there are not any losers. Um, and I wonder what you've seen with students that have been a part of the challenge that has changed their lives, not just along the lines of becoming engineers or becoming entrepreneurs, but just how it's changed their lives. You guys probably see that tenfold um, throughout the year and throughout the program. Well, again, that's uh, thank you so much for the question. So there's two things there. I have two hats, right? The first hat is you're absolutely right. We I've been able to have been so privileged to know what the kids are doing now. It goes back to the process and learning that you know what a good project's going to take many hours, you know, and you're you're gonna you're gonna have to persevere. And there's no other way around it. You have to go through the fire and you have to learn how to become a problem solver and be able to not, when something happens, ask the right questions. That's the key. Know what you don't know and then being able to keep going forward. So yes, to, to answer the question, I mean, we just don't have enough time to go through all the cases. Right. <laughs> right. I will throw a number at you being a teacher uh, and I've been privileged where I'm at. I, I follow 600 of my former students that have gone through this process and 510 of them are STEM professionals. Wow. So you're talking about engineers, doctors, people that are, and, and they always like, thank you so much for the experience. They give back. They, they talk to the kids about, look, you know, when you're, you're, when you're not there, this, you got to keep going through it and ask the right questions. So, so it's a beautiful culture and you're so correct. There is no losers. You lose when you settle, when you stop. And the biggest challenge that we haven't touched on is how do you work with the team, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, yes. that. that's the hardest thing. Everything else is the next thing, right? right. Bringing a problem is actually easy compared to being able you know, to, to work together. I mean, you know, so that's the biggest challenge I think a coach has is how do you get the best out of your team 
and how do you get them to respect each other and and define the roles that is best for the team? So maybe we'll do that the next well, time. Yeah, I was gonna say, you just define you just define the next episode. Yeah, so that's right. We'll, 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 we'll definitely have to follow. We're just going to talk about group participation and working with the group and the team yes. effort. That's that's a great one and how it how the the Conrad Challenge you know uh, promotes that and, and encourages that. That's that's Absolutely. a great idea. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. So um, Claude, tell us uh, if our folks want to reach out and steal your ideas. No, if they want to reach out and get in touch with you or get in touch with the Conrad Challenge. Let's uh, let's tell them one more time how to do that. Absolutely. Okay. So there's two things going on. So the best place is the ConradChallenge.org uh, website. You have two pieces of major uh, two uh, two things going on. You have the Conrad Challenge, which is around one, two, and three, and there's plenty of time to to go in and decide and uh, what you want to do. Uh, that's that's on the website, and it also on the website is the uh, uh, the platform that assists new teams, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and going through the process. Uh, in addition, in addition to that, within the website, there's something called info at Conrad Award, uh, ConradChallenge.org, which there's some amazing people that are always literally there to answer any questions. They're so committed to to helping students get from point A to point B, everything from helping them if they're in a financial uh, situation to trying to find money for you know developing countries to get involved. So there, there's so many different resources. Just a matter of hey. Go to the website and ask for help and uh, and get started. So thank you. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what happens in the coming months uh, leading up to the end of the challenge and what happens in the future uh, with, with the Conrad Foundation. And we want to thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. We love what you guys do. Speaking of the Conrad Challenge, the Conrad Challenge invites teams of two to five students between the ages of 13 to 18 to innovate new products and services that address global challenges in any of six categories. There's aerospace and aviation, cyber technology and security, energy and environment, health and nutrition, smoke-free world, and transforming education with technology. Along the way, coaches and judges from the best in the business, industry, research, and academia worldwide guide the team's development of their innovative ideas. Yes, interested teams should visit the registration form and the 2019-2020 Conrad Challenge Overview, all found at www.conradchallenge.org for more information on this year's competition. Registration is open now and will remain open until Friday, November 1st, 2019 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't miss that time. Expert judges will then select teams in each challenge category who will advance to develop comprehensive business plans for their innovation in round two of the competition. In the long run, you could end up at Kennedy Space Center. Yes. How awesome is that? Pretty awesome stuff. So don't forget to check it out. www.conradchallenge.org. Hi there, I'm April Jackson, and this is your EAST Update. This week, we hear from EAST students at Roberts Elementary School as they tell us about their project, Mapping the Journey of the Little Rock Founder. 
This project started when the Butler Center, a, a place in downtown Little Rock, they contacted us with an amazing project idea. We were to map out the journey of Thomas Nuttall, who was the founder of Little Rock. So, he read his journal, which is held here, and found a lot. Here's a close-up of the journal. So then, we went to Google Maps to see how everything looks today, with all the technological things and all those cars and cars. Then, we went on to ArcGIS to map out everything, including everywhere where you travel. And then, we decided to create theatrical podcasts and also, we posted those on Arkansas History Hub with drone footage of everywhere that we traveled. If you're interested in hearing more about EAST students or learning how to partner with the program, visit our website at eastinitiative.org or follow us on social media at The East Initiative. I am April Jackson, and this has been your EAST update. Thank you so much to the East Initiative for uh, dropping us the the weekly update and sharing the really cool stuff that East is doing. You know, it's like a powerhouse show this week. You know, we've got East and we've got the Conrad Challenge. And I mean, you know, it's like boom, 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 boom. What? These, that's amazing. And uh, yeah, really big thanks to East. And, and it's funny, I, I think that's why we embrace the Conrad Challenge so much is because East to us is the, our Conrad Challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like our you know, version I, of I, that. I'm not taking any way no, no, from no, Conrad, no, no. but I'm just saying, you know, hey, we've known about East for a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is just an extension of, you know, helping East. And, and now that they're kind of partnering, which they are. Right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, uh, and, I, and I'm not, uh, I'm just going to say it this way. In in my head, from from our experience, mm-hmm. the Conrad Challenge and what the Conrad Foundation does is basically Florida's or or heck even you know even smaller than that possibly, but but was kind of Florida's version of East while. East in Arkansas was developing East, and it's just, it's taking this much time, and frankly, it took kind of us to put those two together and go, hey, you need to talk to them, and you need to talk to them, let's, you know, let's make this happen, Yeah, you know. Yeah, I kind of do want to say we kind of, you know, helped maybe possibly facilitate that. We nudged that along, so. (laughs) Secretly, with our powers. Only only if it works. If if it fails miserably, we had nothing to do with it. (laughs) We don't know what you're talking about. What? What? <laughs> can, we, can we delete this part? Beep, beep. <laughs> so if they come looking for us, you know, we're going to be hiding somewhere. But you know where we we're not going to be hiding. Gonna say, <laughs> we're about to tell you where we're going to be hiding. So yeah. uh, I'm not sure that's hiding. That's true. So that's that's correct. If you want to see us live, you're going to have your opportunity coming up pretty soon. The first one is the Technology and Curriculum Conference of Aldine. That's the TCCA. That's October the 26th in Aldine, Texas, right out right there in Houston. So yeah. it's coming right up. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, the Illinois Education and Technology Conference. That's November 13th through the 15th in Springfield, Illinois. We will be at both places live with tables and chairs and I don't know, whatever else we'll have. Microphones. Well, all of that stuff, sure. But I meant, you know, who knows what other bonus materials we're going to have. But anyhow, we'll have the chairs open for you to come and visit with us and share your stories with us. And not clowns. Not not clowns, please. No, not, not, not clowns. Jeff Jeff doesn't do well with clowns. I don't clowns. do well with clowns. He, he doesn't. 
I'd get a little song in there, you know. We always have to I, every, every time. That's right. We got to have a song. Yep. Hey, listen, it's been a great show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish up on that. Yeah. There we go. Tears of a clown. That's how you end a show, right there. Okay. We should even do something else. <laughs> I have no idea. What, uh, I don't either. Yeah. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. No, I, I still. <laughs> Man. All right. I think we're going to be on a street with no name. <gasps> it's a YouTube episode. It is YouTube. YouTube? Yeah, me too. Ah, me too. Who knew that? Hey, Hashtag. listen. <laughs> Hashtag YouTube, me too. Awesome. <laughs> well, guess what? For now, I'm Jeff Madlock. Oh, I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it all, all but, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.